Hello guys, you're listening to Processing the Past. Uh, welcome back to another episode. Once again, we're talking about the decades. Last week we talked about the 1940s, and this week we'll be talking about the next decade, so that's the 1950s. So we're going to start with music again. So I know the past episodes that I've been talking about, I've mainly just been talking about jazz, jazz this, jazz that, because it's mostly been what was just really, really popular during that time. And even though like jazz is still like popular even now and is still like talked about because it was just a really huge deal, rock and roll is like the kind of new thing that is seen almost everywhere in the 1950s. Uh, But rock and roll did kind of originate from jazz and many African American artists who were jazz artists or did blues kind of did inspire rock and roll a little bit. And rock and roll kind of since it did resemble Teenage Rebellion. It was really popular for that sort of age range. Obviously, it was also popular for adults um, and so on. And obviously, if, I mean, you definitely know this artist, but who's been actually in the center of media, Elvis. I mean, you know Elvis, because he was just so popular in the 1950s. Uh, recently, though, he just got a new movie um, I, in August, I believe. and. I mean, there's mixed reviews about it. I didn't personally see it, um, but a couple of people I know saw it, and there was a couple of mixed opinions on if Austin Butler was a good Elvis or if just the plot was very good. It was a pretty long movie, um, but I mean, he's been kind of in the center of media because this movie and lots of other movies about artists have been uh, coming out for a while now. Elvis did, I would say, kind of popped out of nowhere because he was just like an instant hit, but it's not like anybody had really heard about him before. And especially for like um, middle age or younger ladies, they, um, he was really popular. And again, I didn't see the movie, but it seems as if like women were really fond of Elvis and just the way he would sing and talk and his dance movements as well. Unfortunately, as popular as he was, you could have expected that he did steal songs. And this was the case for Elvis because the song, I think it's one of his most popular, Hound Dog, it was like originally written and performed by an artist, Big Mama Thornton, and she was a black woman blues singer. and. She did not receive as much credit or she wasn't really recognized as the singer or the writer or composer of the song even though she was. So that's a little bit unfortunate but now there's lots of more covers of the song Hound Dog and even uh, like pop star Doja Cat is her name. She also made a new cover of Hound Dog so there's been a couple of covers starting with Big Mama Thornton and then Elvis kind of took it from there. Other artists, I'm not sure if you've heard of them, I have. Not on the same level as popularity of Elvis, but Buddy Holly and Jerry Lee Lewis were famous rock musicians and like artists. But the thing about Buddy Holly is I just can't take him seriously. And this is due to um, a band now called Weezer. He, They have a song called Buddy Holly. And most of the songs to me have like an ironic sense to it and they're a little bit like satire and the song one of the lyrics is you look just like buddy holly which i think is kind of funny but um it's silly that i knew 
about that Weezer song before I actually knew who Buddy Holly was as a person. And it's just funny now that I'm learning that he was a rock musician popular around these times. Okay, as we're moving on to fashion, we're just now just ending the World War II. So that's a big celebration to like everybody in the United States and everybody who was like fighting in that war. Um, and well, mostly in, like in the U.S., changes were noticeable for fashion, and there was like a huge adjustment and like change from like such a difficult time to like a better era in people's lives. And I mean, as time goes on, there's like different sorts of, especially for women's clothing, it changed the most. But jackets were really popular during this time, like denim jackets and leather jackets, and. This was both for men and women, but Elvis wore this style on stage, so he did, like, make a pretty big deal out of it, I guess, and it blew up, so a lot of people did really, um, like and were inspired by the clothing that Elvis wore on stage, and it was, um, a big deal, so, um, besides that, the brand Dior, which I think... I hope everyone knows a brand Dior. Had many popular pieces during this time. Yes, Dior goes way back. It's not just a now thing. Um, but these, um, for females or for women, these clothings highlighted elegance and like extravagance as well. And um, this wasn't really before. This wasn't really a thing. But there's actually um, day dresses that you would wear for the day, and then dresses like nightwear. And that was like a really big thing for women, so they would have like multiple times to change and wardrobe changes during the day, not just having very similar standard clothing all the time. And I also do like Dior perfumes. Their bottles are pretty cool and they smell good, although they're a little bit expensive. But I think they're kind of cool too. And I mean, Dior's still huge today. And I mean, that kind of shocks me, I guess, because I didn't really know they went back this far but I mean here I am telling you guys about that now and now actually not now but in the 1950s certain times and places um they were women were allowed to wear slacks and it was acceptable for them to wear them and it's not like before when women were quite literally being jailed for wearing slacks which is really dumb and I will never understand why that happened. It's it's literally just pants. But for women's rights and fashion, I feel like we've come a long way um, in society and we still have a long way to go, but we've come far more from be- being put behind bars for wearing pants. So that's pretty cool that, I mean, it's fun to see how much time has changed since. Okay, now we're just... As we're moving on to art now, um, art, I mean, every single decade of art, no matter which decade, it never fails to impress me. It's, they just, there's just so, it's like unending timelines and like places where they put paintings and I just love going through them. There's so much that I get to see and there's so much different types of like genres and sorts of like things that people use but in this era or in this decade mostly I want to talk about more meaningful paintings than just abstract um there is one painting called Our Land which was from a black painter Charles White 
and it displays a black woman who is sort of implied to be a slave holding a pitchfork. Um, the thing is, it's so simple, but just the style itself is beautiful, but what Charles White is like trying to symbolize um, is what I just think is like cool. And again, mind you, this was the 50s. And as a black artist, I mean, I have a feeling that it could have been pretty difficult to sort of express like your feelings towards the like these types of things that they would do and I am sure that he had gotten a lot of hate and mixed feelings and controversy between people but I just really admire him for expressing his art and just like keep going with um, what he was doing and another artist who had a similar piece that I also want to talk about Elizabeth Catlett made an a piece called Sharecropper. It's a black and white a piece with a man in it. And although it's just really simple, it, I mean, if you look at it, it just has like a lot more to display than you would actually think. And I just, that's what I really like about these sort of more meaningful paintings because abstract paintings aren't always easy to decipher or to like break down because sometimes they might not have meaning or there you might have to like read something or sort of find your own interpretation of it but for these types you can kind of see the emotion of the person in this art or even the style they used so because Charles White used color and and like paint and it was more bright but it still kind of displayed the same thing as the sharecropper painting even though that was in black and white and I just think that's really beautiful and interesting and I just really admire these artists for displaying this artwork and sharing it with others even if they um, could have felt like they were not I guess being appreciated or if they were receiving hate for it. So that's the 1950s guys. Um, I'm really glad that I'm already up to episode 5. I mean, this is crazy. I love talking about music, fashion, art, and everything that goes on with it. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to me once again. I really appreciate it. And I hope I'll see you for our next episode, the 1960s. See you then.